0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, Manhattan Beach Chamber 360. On July 16th, 2021. Live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. This is what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a beautiful place to do just that.
0: The South Bay Show is brought to you by the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber of Commerce has been serving the community since 1941. It is an association of businesses, other entities, and individuals organized to encourage a strong local economy and quality of life by promoting commerce, sound government, and an informed membership and community.
1: I'm your host. Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose, this is what we talk about here on The South Bay Show. Joining us as co-host, the president and CEO of the Manhattan Beach Chamber, Kelly Stroman. Hey, Kelly, how are you today?
0: Good morning, Joe. Happy Friday. I am well, to answer your question. I'm (laughs) I'm good. Good. Um, Yay, it's Friday. We like Fridays. Um, Been a busy couple weeks. Um, We haven't had a show in a couple weeks. We've been busy with the holiday and a couple things. So it's nice to be back, and I look forward to... um, our guest today but i've been so busy uh ramping back up for some big events doing little events and and mm-hmm. helping the rest of the businesses you know do the same um, uh very exciting things coming our way in the next couple of months
1: right 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 it's it's really wonderful here you know i'm staying in uh, salem oregon uh for a while and it's really wonderful, the, the opening of all the businesses, the lack of the mask mandates, but it it isn't true, is it, Kelly? The mask mandates aren't coming back to California?
0: <laughs> I was just going to say, oh, Joe, um, I haven't had time, or I should say I didn't take the time last night to um, study the rest of of California. I got kind of stuck on the fact that L.A. County, yes, unfortunately, it is true. Um, As of Sunday, you need to start wearing a mask again indoors. Um, And that is for (sighs) anybody and everybody, vaccinated or not. Um, you need to mask up when inside and I believe it is anywhere inside other obviously other than your own home you know um, but Mm -hmm. in you know in in public places so to speak you need to wear a mask and um, unfortunately um, you know the LA County Department of Health feels it is the best thing to do to protect the public that is their job I respect that very much and There are, uh, there's been a surge in cases in the last couple of weeks. Um, A lot of them, um, not a lot of them, I should say, some of them are people um, getting COVID uh, and they have, they already have the vaccine. Um, They have, you know, they they are fully vaccinated. And some people are getting um, the COVID virus, which is very unfortunate. So back, you know, soft those masks, throw them in the washing machine, get out that box mm-hmm. <laughs> of disposable masks. Um, we all, you know, didn't we kind of know that you just shouldn't throw them away quite yet, you know, on June 15th, yes. but it's been, oh my gosh, it's been a month. So today is July 16th. Uh, the announcement mm-hmm. came out yesterday. So one month, exactly one month from the right. time that the state opened up in No masks um, were necessary unless you were not vaccinated. We are back to masks indoors. Um, I hope this helps. I hope it keeps people safe and healthy. And I truly hope and pray for all the businesses and everybody's health that it doesn't have to go a step beyond that. And, you know, we get back to shutting things down. Um, I I, I have not heard that we are at that point um, yet. And hopefully it will not get there. Hopefully this is the first step. So, it is true, Joe. Um, is that anything like that happening up in you are where you are in Oregon, or are we the first ones? Uh,
1: I think California is first. It 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 might go that direction here, but not yet, not yet. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, um, I don't, you know. Who might I to say? I'm not a doctor. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not working for LA County department of health. And I think mm-hmm. we all learned a year ago that we are not the boss on this and we can only do what is smart um, and, you know, what is in our, in our control, which is to mask up, get vaccinated, you know, please people get vaccinated. Um, but those are the only mm-hmm. things, you know, that we have control over and uh, the mm-hmm. rest of it, we don't. So
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um let's just hope it stay let's hope this helps and doesn't go any further, right? That's what we hope mm-hmm.
1: for. Absolutely, um, absolutely.
0: Yeah. This oh, is just oh, oh. rising right now and I really hope this isn't um a hiccup where people, you know, we've we've seen the roller coaster. We've talked about this so mm-hmm. many times on this show over the last year and a half, haven't we? You know, the roller right. coaster of up and down, up and down, closed, not closed, partial closed, mask on, mask off. You know, shields on <laughs> the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. And you know, when when news like this t- tends to come out, it tends to stun people a little bit, and they they get nervous, they slow down, rightfully so. Um, you know, I do. I, I, I think it's too early to to tell on that. We'll see in the next couple of weeks. But I um, up until this point, and I hopefully will, it will continue. Um, businesses are reporting, you know, record. Record sales, you know, the restaurants, Uh the retail, um, the hotels are filling up, you know, with business travelers, which is a great sign. They're filling up with, um, you know, regional and domestic, I should say, travelers. Not seeing a lot of international travelers yet, rightfully so. Um, Uh But uh, we really, uh, gosh, there was such um, positivity. So I'm hoping That continues, and people just do it with a mask on. So, um, you know, we shall say we have our first uh, large event tomorrow. We've had little ones. Uh, We had another uh, ribbon-cutting this week. We celebrated two businesses, one that opened during the pandemic about six months ago. You might remember um, Tommy Torrey. We had him on, the owner of Manhattan Beach e-bikes. Um, yes, up in North Manhattan. Uh, we celebrated his uh, business and his next door neighbor uh, that is just opening up sweat yoga. Uh, sweat yoga is a hot yoga um, out of Los Angeles. It's uh, is their fifth location. Their first location in the South Bay, they chose Manhattan Beach up on the North Manhattan Beach area. They're Mm side-by-side, so we had kind of a healthy fitness (laughs) um, outdoor ribbon-cutting with Manhattan Beach e-bikes and split yoga. And then we moved um, two doors down to Obie's Sports Bar and Grill for a mixer and social and to be able to gather and have some fun. Uh, everybody was inside for that. I mean, the people were outside on the sidewalk and everybody was mingling. But, um, you know, no masks. A lot of windows open and fresh air. But, mm-hmm. boy, um, you know, people are happy to get out and happy to see each other and very respectful and, and obviously, you know, following just clean hygiene, you know, standards. But uh, life is changing. So tomorrow... Is um, the return of street food cinema movies in the um, movies on the golf course? I didn't want to see the park because it's not technically a park. <laughs> movies on the golf course at Westriff Hotel in Manhattan Beach, uh, behind yeah. the Westriff is a beautiful nine-hole golf course, and uh, we have we obviously didn't do this last summer. Um, they're back tomorrow is the first one uh, in this area, and we are uh, showing The Lion King. Super excited about that. Yes. Um, this is open to anybody, everybody, near and far, families, couples, singles, whatever you choose. Um, the gates open at 5.30 p.m. on it's mm. the, the gate to the golf course area is on the east side of the West If We're looking at the West Jeffs on the left-hand side. And there's uh, free parking um, across the street at Connecta or you can pay to park um, up front and close right at the Westriff. And you enter in. You can bring your own picnic and beverages, or you can partake in the five or six food trucks um, that are lined up from L.A., kind of a cool, fun, different food trucks. Uh, the Westriff will have a bar that you can purchase, you know, some cocktails from or a glass of wine. Uh, there's, you know, pre-movie entertainment. Uh, and games. And, uh, it's a lot of fun. And you just get outside, you bring your beach chair, bring your blankets, and there is um, reserved seating. So if you go on to streetfoodcinema.com and register, or you can come to the Manhattan Beach Chamber website and bump over to it via our event calendar. Um, mm-hmm. You can uh, either reserve an area in the vaccinated section, which is up kind of front, you know, close to the stage. Or mm-hmm. you can reserve a pod. And a pod is like socially distanced areas. <laughs> Whether you're vaccinated or not, it's up to you. Um, but if you want to kind of have socially distanced little pods, like little circles, um, we will have those sections available also. Or if you really want to sit on the way on the outside and, and view the movie, movie from afar, you're welcome to do that too. Um, but okay. you can join in the fun and bring the family, come out um, and have a good time. You know, enjoy the fresh air, all outdoor, tons of fresh air. And the evenings have been nice and kind of warm and balmy here. Summer, you know, it's in full swing. And uh, we just encourage everybody to come out and have a wonderful time. And if you want to wear a mask, mm-hmm. um, that you're welcome to do that too. You know, uh, I think everybody is respectful of everybody's comfort level. So um, so that's, you know, that's exciting. And in the meantime, we're also getting ready. We're gearing up for, believe it or not, Best of Manhattan. Remember that? I think I talked Whoa, about that for like three months straight.
1: I know. Again? It's in
0: October. Joe, we're only three months away from that. And um, we're gearing up big time for the Best of Manhattan Awards. Um, as we always say, better than ever. You know, it'll be the best one yet. And, yeah, it's not easy to, you know, top yourself each year. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, we're already gearing up for that and a lot of other, um, you know, the in-person events and, and mixers and what have you too. Anyways, so that's my update for today. I'm, you know, I'm very excited. Um, in the meantime, businesses continue, you know, to uh, thrive. Some are continuing to reinvent themselves. Um, there's businesses <sighs> opening. I haven't seen any businesses close in the last um, you know, a couple months, so that's a good sign, but uh, so important now more than ever as we continue to grow and continue to reopen and expand that you, um, you're you buttoned up. You've got your brand buttoned up. You've got your messaging buttoned up and uh, really to march out with your best foot forward. So I'm excited to have our guest today. I think she's going to help us with
1: those things. Absolutely. I mean, it's so important now for businesses to communicate more clearly their USP, as it's called, their unique selling proposition. We've got to talk. All right, shall we? Yes. Uh, Kelly, who's our guest today?
0: All right, Joe, our guest today is a returning guest, Carrie Sachs. She is a marketing, messaging, and mindset strategist and certified professional business coach based in Manhattan Beach. She has helped hundreds of businesses bring creative ideas to life, capture their unique brand voice, and develop compelling content that converts, so they can attract more clients, sell more products and services, and generate more revenue. We like that. From websites, Hmm. sales pages, bios, corporate sales training, and engagement tools and collateral blogs press releases case studies and industry playbooks carrie and her team can help launch grow and scale your business uh, carrie is very active in the community she is a graduate graduate of the leadership manhattan beach class she lends um, her expertise to the city of manhattan beach to the chamber um, she transplanted here about i think about four three or four years ago uh, we're going to talk to carrie today about Um, her journey to California and uh, reinventing and uh, helping businesses reinvent
2: and rebrand themselves. Carrie, welcome to the show. Hi, Kelly. Thanks so much, and uh, Carrie, for having me back.
1: Yes, yes, Carrie. Thank you for coming back. It's wonderful to have you. And it is wonderful, Carrie, I must say, it is wonderful to have a guest whose bio is well written. Your your, your <laughs> announcements <laughs> uh, on our show, the little blurb that people will read if they're on iTunes or something else listening to this podcast, they will see a very well written, uh, targeted message about what you do and what you can do for businesses in terms of Uh, helping them scale uh, and grow their business. And, Carrie, that's what we need. We need better communication today.
2: Yes, definitely. And, you know, hearing you guys talk about sort of the updates and things opening back up, uh, part of what I think was, you know, a unique opportunity during COVID and during the pandemic is so many businesses had to kind of pivot and switch gears and Mm. focus more online and virtually. And so messaging, you know, because there wasn't in-person networking, making personal connections, your messaging was even more important because you were losing that personal connection and having to connect with people so much online. So your words (laughs) and your message really did matter because you really have about probably five to eight seconds to capture someone's attention online. It's, you know, really Mm -hmm. a noisy world out there. People land on your website, you know, they, they, you have eight seconds to sort of capture their attention. So what I see a lot of times is, especially when you're very close to your business, you know, people tend to be extremely wordy. They tend to put, you know, sort of what they think they're, credentials, everything about them, what they do, to squeeze everything on your home page. Um, but really, what people really need is a very clear, concise, succinct way of understanding, you know, what do you offer? How can it help me and how do I get it? Mm -hmm. And those Mm -hmm. are really just the three critical pieces of information that need to be on almost everything that you're writing or communicating or putting out there, whether it's a website, a sales page, whether you're, you know, doing a video. I mean, people have sort of one of my favorite uh, books is Build a Story Brand by Donald Miller. And he talks about the caveman Sort of mentality where you have to market to like me have headache, you have pill, make it go away, me get it at cBS <laughs> you know that that's simple, so you know <laughs> where where you're really getting that across in all your messaging, you know what you do, how it can help people, and then what's the next step for them to take in the buying journey
1: right right i I imagine that you go through some very interesting sessions with clients trying to find out exactly what it is that they do or what it is that, that is their most let's say profitable because I know many clients don't know they don't really understand what is the most profitable thing that they do and they spend up you know a lot of time managing let's say squeaky wheels but not really servicing clients is does that ring a bell
2: Um, You know, I think that, uh, like you're saying, a lot of times you offer a million things, you know, and you have a lot of products or programs or services, and Mm -hmm. that's kind of the what, and, you know, the what you offer, which is great, but the the most important thing, I think, is people – people are buying solutions, right? They want to buy a solution to their their challenge or their problem. So whereas I think things used to focus more marketing-wise on pain points and really kind of getting people down in the pit with you, now really what people want is how am I going to feel after I buy this or how is this going to help me? And so that's where I think a lot of my um, – I'm a certified professional coach with um, the Institute for Professional Excellence in Coaching. And, you know, while I don't spend a lot of time strictly doing business coaching these days, I do use those skills. So when I do a session with a client, say a connection session where we're starting to really get to know their business, and I do a lot of corporate work. So it kind of depends whether. Mm-hmm you know, they have time or not. But I like to ask a lot of really targeted questions to make people think not only about sort of where your business is right now, but where you Mm -hmm. want it to be, Um, what you want. And maybe you have other services you're offering and, you know, or you'd like to offer, but if you don't put it out there, nobody knows. So, you know, a lot of times I, I have sessions with people. I really, I really listen so that I would say my, One of my top skill sets is to be able to capture a company's brand voice, which is really important Mm -hmm. because not everybody's brand is the same. So you may have somebody, a business, and they're very, you know, to the point, say it's a consultant, and they have a certain style. Well, they're going to sound different than another company who, you know – is maybe more formal, maybe more corporate voice versus an individual voice. So I think um, people do, back to your question about, Mm -hmm. um, oops, here we go. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh,
2: (laughs) I knew there would be a dog bark in here somewhere. Um, (laughs) I I think, you know, people do offer a lot of things, and, and part of their unique value proposition is figuring out, What do they do differently? You know, what makes your business, what makes you the most qualified person to help someone else? And if you're very clear on that and who you're talking to, I think that helps identify what your most profitable um, service or program is.
1: Right, right. And I just want to ask uh, Kelly, because I knew that this would be uh, a, a very helpful topic, but Kelly, what do, what do businesses need to do more than pivot, more than, you know, the, before it was the PPP loans and all of that? But now, if businesses can actually have clients come in the door, there's people out walking and engaging, how do businesses reengage with themselves and their message? I know that you deal with this all the time.
0: Yes, um that's a good question, Joe. And I think what is so important right now is that uh, uh, any business, small or large, that they number one they listen and and have fresh new calls and listening calls with their employees, if they're still working remote, but they really listen to their employees. And then they really listen to their customers and and what is going on um, with each respective kind of population and what their needs are and what they want now and what they feel comfortable with now. And the reason I say that is because you can't build a business, you know, without... Either knowing your own brand, your personal brand, if you're a solopreneur, or knowing your employees and having your employees know exactly, you know what the game plan is now, and then you can't do that also without listening to your customer, whoever that is, whatever industry you're in, and mm-hmm. um, you know over the last year and a half during the pandemic, everybody has been in constant change mode, right? Constant, constant, constant change mode. I and mean, once again we're changing again, maps back on. Um, which for some people that's gonna create a whole nother fear level again or resistance. And so I think you have to you you really have to listen now and you have to know that. But you also amongst that and I, I think Carrie can, you know, will appreciate this, is stay true to your brand. Because I'm I'm Mm -hmm. always telling people, pre-pandemic and even now, you know, know your brand and stay true to your brand. Because people will say, Kelly, should I do this? Should I do that? Should I do this? Should I do that? I'm like, what is your brand? What is your message? What is your goal of your business, this project, this paper, this website, whatever it is? Know your mission. Know your goal. And always
2: define that. But really, in order to do that, you have to listen to everybody around you. Mm
1: -hmm. Exactly
2: and you know Knowing your why Kelly You know you said that Mm -hmm. That's so important you know why do you do What you do and how You know a lot of times I write um, Bios For people or help people with their LinkedIn profile or their About me pages or even In you know if you're Speaking at an event and it's So important to connect your Why you do what you do because people People buy people they buy a feeling they you know they buy products yes but they're really buying the feeling they get when they come into your store you know if you're talking about more you know retail businesses or or coming in in person you know people are buying a feeling they're buying your brand exactly what you're saying and so i think what's also super important along those lines is and, and i've been doing a lot of this lately a lot more than ever is helping to make sure that your sales people are familiar with your brand, what you stand for, what you sell, you know, what makes, what is the vibe you want someone to have when they walk in the door. And so defining that is so important. And, you know, a lot of times I think when people, you know, I know you mentioned things are bouncing back and people are having record sales. But during a time, you know, during the pandemic, a lot of businesses were: should we discount? Should we cut? You know, our rates? Should we do this? And, you know, are you the Tiffany or are you, you know, the Marshalls brand? Like, and and none, is, neither is good or bad. It's just what you are. And so, if you want to keep your your brand image, you're not going to want to start you know, slashing prices and doing, because that's just not the image that you want to portray. So I think a lot Mm -hmm. of people sometimes panic and then you're undermining the long-term viability of your brand. So, so Kelly, that's very true. And, and I think a lot of what I've been doing lately is creating these playbooks, if you will, um, just kind of a, a lot of sales tools to really educate your employees on you know what your brand is, what do you stand for, what is your mission, what is your why? you know what are the key benefits, the key um, pain points customers come in with what are the, what are the lingo that they understand and they use or the trigger words um, and and kind of developing almost a sales guide or a sales tool for you to be able to educate even your, you know, your employees, not necessarily your customers, but so that they can talk knowledgeably about your products, your brand, your services, your image, you know, use the words that your customers, like you said, listen to your customers. What are they, what, what are their concerns? What language do they use? Um, So words are really important. And another thing which, you know, I, I, kind of geek out out a little bit in terms of words is words carry energy. So, you know, being careful with what words you choose, you know, if you're having an event or you're having um, a promotion or you're sending something out to your customers via email, um, you know, there's, there's energy behind words. And also when you're putting out a message, you know, are you coming from a place of truly believing in what you offer or you know, is there a bunch of graspiness there? Are you like, oh, my God, I need money. So I'm going to, like, send this email out to my customers. And, you know, people can sense the energy behind your words. And a lot of people don't ever think about that, but it's very true. So, you know, kind of do some food for thought there. I love that,
0: Carry. Words carry energy. Uh, mm. that's, that's a very um, powerful energetic statement. <laughs> um, right. you know, words carry energy. And what's interesting about that is people, you know, say too much, they write too much. You you, you, you mentioned that. Like they just dump everything on a page, you know. Um, and the energy might start off good, but then it really fizzles because it's there's just way too much static in the message. Um, mm. But what's interesting is also really considering how people will read your message and perceive and, and absorb let's just say absorb that energy right because you know you uh, you're putting out a message and it might be like the perfect branded message for your business but everybody's going to read it a little differently right so how do you speak to the masses with you know, the most, the few, yeah, a few amount of words. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, I I think people try to cover everything for everybody. And I'm like, no, you cover, you you cover yourself, you cover your brand and just be really focused on that. And um, I love that phrase, words carry energy, because, boy, is that true. And,
2: um, and by the way, who doesn't want more energy? (laughs) <laughs> exactly. And even, you know, I was thinking about this the other day, um, you know, just examples of that. Like, so say say you have a retail store and you tell, you say something to one of, say, your employees or your team members and you say, go, you know, go put this over there, you know, on the shelf. Or if you said it in a different way and said, you know, can you place this on the shelf? So the word mm-hmm. between put and place carries a whole different energy of deliberateness right so it's put just kind of sounds like oh go throw that over there on the shelf you know go stick it there where place is be very deliberate and where you're placing it so so even the spoken word carries you know a lot of energy behind it and but people can hear that and hear the difference in tone but even writing when you're delivering your message and you know one thing you hit upon Kelly is I think a, a lot of times what happens is when you, you mentioned speaking to the masses. So people, you know, will record a video for social media for their business, or, you know, maybe you write something that you're sending out, or you create a flyer, and, you know, you're thinking about it in terms of trying to, you know, hit everybody. But really, if you focus on speaking to one person, like that one client, the the one client. And, you know, I, I mean, I know there's tons of talk about client avatars and who's your ideal client and psychographics and, you know, demographics mm. and all of that. But what I find is if you just – picture one person that you're talking to or one of your clients who comes in all the time or, you know, if you're talking to one person, it's just going to feel so much more authentic and more, you know, personalized because of sort of the energy that you're focusing on one person versus, you know, I'm trying to hit everybody. So Mm -hmm. a lot of times, you know, one one of the things I suggest to people when they're, because capturing your brand voice can be tricky, um, so a lot of times what I recommend to clients to, especially entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, people who are, you know, kind of have their shingle out there and they're trying to get their message across and ca- stay consistent to their brand, is to record yourself. You know, to have find a friend or a colleague or somebody and record yourself whether it's on your phone message, you know, your phone um, memo or, you know, have a Zoom call and have someone interview you and, you know, or or interview them and just, or just talk and then transcribe that. That's what I do when I try to capture a client's voice is I interview them. I transcribe it on an app like Otter or, you know, some app like that. And then I, I see how they phrase things. I see how they talk. I I see the words they use. Um, and that really helps me to almost get inside their head and write as if I were them.
1: Hmm. Wow. I can't wait to try that myself. yeah
2: it's really you know it's helpful or sometimes you know we speak so much more we don't edit as much when we talk as we do sitting down on a blank page on your computer and you're trying to draft up something to you know Mm. send to your clients or whatever but if you even just record yourself talking you'll find that you just talk way more freely uh than you do Mm. writing we don't edit ourselves as much verbally as we do in the written word. So that's, Mm -hmm. you know, another little sort of trick there. Um, The other thing that I've been doing so much lately, and I think now more than ever, you know, people are, people want social proof. They want to see how you've helped other people before they make a buying decision. So a lot of what I've been doing is win stories or case studies and they don't have to be you know a 20 page case study you know a white paper a whole you know crazy thing but but just kind of what is what is the challenge i just finished doing this um for a big corporate client but you know what is the challenge this client faced you know and what was the solution we provided for them and that way if somebody is looking for your service it's another touch point along the buying journey. Well, let me send you this. We had a client, you know, who's a restaurant who bought our accounting, you know, solution or whatever it is, but showing somebody sort of social proofs, like another client had the same challenges, you or similar, you know, here's the solution we provided and really distilling it down. I, I just finished writing something Um, about a medical record company, and they saved 625 hours a year, which translated to $20,000 by using this time tracking solution. And, you know, when somebody sees that, and they see it really succinctly, like in dollars and hours saved, that's going to resonate a lot more than just me talking about, here's my service, here's my product, here's, you know, what it can do for you. So, you know, there's all different ways to take your same basic message but spin it into mm-hmm. material and collateral that can really help your sales process.
1: Fantastic.
2: So, so Carrie, I have a
0: question. Um, sure. Just kind of switching slight gears, like a different lane here. Sure.
2: I'm,
0: I'm really curious. I know you moved to Manhattan Beach,
2: what, three, four years ago? Um, at the end of August, it'll be three years,
1: yep. Okay.
2: What difference have you
0: seen, you know, in Manhattan Beach or this area, the South Bay, um, versus where you were before? And is there any difference in branding and uh, the approach of how you work with people here
2: versus where you were before? That's a great question. Um, I think, and I moved here from Houston, and so fortunately, you know, because my business is, you know, I can really do it from anywhere, I still have a lot of my Houston clients, um, and most of my clients are all of, you know, in different places, but in terms of Manhattan Beach, what I have noticed here, and the people that I've met through the chamber, and through getting involved in leadership Manhattan and, you know, really becoming part of the community is it it does have that small town feel here and being able to connect with people. And, you know, I feel like there's a lot of emphasis here on shopping local, buying local, using um, local people who versus, you know, just going online and finding a marketing agency somewhere. Um so mm-hmm. I do think that there is a lot more at least at least for me coming from, you know, I mean obviously we're in LA, it's a huge city, but Manhattan Beach just feels there's a lot more emphasis in the South Bay on, you know, using local people and and I love that and I feel like understanding, you know, businesses here that are are local and and you know, you just you want to support them and I just feel there's a lot more community angle here than there has been in other places I've lived. So I love to work with local people. I love um, the networking events that there are. I love that the community all comes together. I love that the chamber, you know, you've been so uh, wonderful with just referring, you know, people locally, chamber members. So I do think just the community feel and, a lot of the businesses here really do try to market to the community and be that community sort of, you know, have that feeling in their marketing. So I don't know if that is exactly what you were asking, but a lot of my clients are still all over. But, you know, I love that that the whole buy local, shop local, support local is really such, I feel like, woven in the fabric of the businesses here. And I, I really, really love that yeah i tend to agree with you
0: and i i do think it's and we try to in businesses you know really um, i think try to weave that into um the fabric or the, i call it the dna you know of the town and uh and the surrounding area and i and i really think um people are drawn to Manhattan beach by i'm going to go back and use your word the energy um from that message because we are um a very you know we care for each other, and that um, is residential, the schools the fill in, the, the, the vast amount of um, nonprofits in this area and the businesses and there's you know, okay so here 's my next question what where would you start, or what would be your advice to a business that um, chooses to o- open up another location in but their their first location in Manhattan Beach. So I get a lot of businesses that – a lot of phone calls and inquiries from businesses that are in, you know, Manhattan Beach or Orange County, uh, San Diego, whatever, but they're drawn to Manhattan Beach. They want to open up um, a business in Manhattan Beach, or they already have made that choice, and they are in that process and opening up, and they want to reach out – to the community. And in my mind, that's a pretty broad statement, right? You know, So what is the best way for um, a business to integrate themselves into the community and be a part of that energy that people are drawn here by, that local energy? What's the best way for them well, to reach and- out?
2: Yeah, and, and just using myself as an example, and, you know, I might not be a huge company or anything like that, but I came, I discovered Manhattan Beach years ago. Um, we used to vacation every summer in Balboa Island, my family, and I. one time we drove up this way, and there was just something about it, and then we started renting a place here in the summers or in Hermosa in the general area But, I mean, every day I would still walk to Manhattan Beach no matter where I was, and there was just something that – a vibe here that was just pulling me here. And so just using my own, you know, self as an example, when I – before I even moved, I, you know, started going to – when I would come on vacations, I would show up at networking events here. I I Googled different things going on, and, you know, I just – showed up and was like hey I'm moving here you know I want to be involved in the community I'm moving here next year and you know even before I moved I went into the chamber and you know talked to them about getting involved in the community and you know when I when I actually moved three years ago that was literally probably one of the first things I did and really getting involved in the programs, I mean, the chamber here, and, I, and I'm not just saying this because you're on the phone, Callie, but but really, um, you know, it's so easy to get involved in Manhattan Beach, I feel, versus some other places. And, you know, just volunteering your time, getting on a committee. Um, you know, I found out about Leadership Manhattan Beach. I, I applied for that. That was, you know, such a great experience. Unfortunately, we kind of – got cut off a little bit because of COVID and didn't get to complete our project, which was kind of a bummer. But just meeting different community leaders, meeting some of the businesses here through that, um, really, I just feel like if if you want to be involved, you can. And so if I were, you know, I'm more of an individual business, but if I were a company opening an office here or another location, I mean, that would really be the first thing I would do is, get involved, you know, get to know the people in the community, get to know the people, you know, who are going to be your customers. You know, what what makes Manhattan Beach so special? And I, I remember a couple years ago, I think I worked on the Best of Manhattan with you on your committee, and I remember there was a video mm-hmm. we did, and we asked people some questions. You know, what makes Manhattan Beach unique? And that video was so awesome, and I don't know if you have that anywhere that's still on a site anywhere. But, you know, it really gave people an understanding of, you know, what do people love about this community? What makes it so special and unique? And, you know, that's what I would spend a little bit of time really getting to know. um, Because, you know, there's a million lawyers, there's a million uh, hair salons, there's a million realtors, you know, there's a million of every business. But, you know, how you serve your community and getting involved and really getting to know the people here and what the vibe is. I think that's probably the most important thing I would say. I like it. No, I, I agree. I love it. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. And when you're starting out, too, you know, another thing you touched upon is, you know, sometimes when we're in our, our business or our company or providing a service, you know, we we're so used to doing what we're doing, um, and we think this is what people need, and and usually it is. But there might be specific needs, or maybe you haven't thought of something that there's maybe a gap in the community, and that's something you can offer and fill that need. So you know, the whole marketing idea of find it, find a need and fill it, you know sometimes taking the time to really get to know the community, the people, the customers, you know, maybe the needs are a little bit different here. You know, maybe there's a need for, you know, a product that's, you know, or a store that's not really here in downtown or a service. And, you know, so I think really spending time getting to know the area, the community, the people, the vibe is just, really important because maybe what you offer, there's, you know, you have a different spin on it or, or a, a different variation of a service or a different, you know, really specific niche that could really be useful in the community you're looking at expanding into.
1: Fantastic. I agree.
0: Um, uh, Carrie, talk to us about video messaging. So, I think, you know, part of um, one of the challenges in uh, the business world today is focusing on what platforms you're going to use to help communicate your message. There are so many platforms, right? There's so many choices, whether, you know, it was originally just Facebook. And I don't even know the order, but, you know, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok, that's, uh, you know, that I, I I'm sure I'm sounded am sounding dated already. Cause I don't, you know, I'm probably not up <laughs> on the very very latest ones. Um, but I find uh, that sometimes people get lost in the sea of social media options. And so, how how do you advise clients to pick and choose, you know, which um, platforms? to focus on, to be on, to focus on, and maybe change the message possibly slightly from platform to platform? What's your advice in that yeah. category?
2: So, so, you know, I, I help develop content for people for social media and different campaigns. I, you know, just prefacing it with I'm not, you know, a social media expert in terms of educating and selling in digital ads and all of that, but... What I would say, and I think this all goes back to brand voice, is know your brand, know your customer, know who, you know, who hangs out on which platform because you can't do them all well. So, you know, like you you almost pick – Stay in one or two lanes and try those first and really develop a strategy because a lot of times social media like marketing and all different things is throwing spaghetti against the wall to see what sticks, and that's really not an effective strategy. So, you know, if, you're a, if your target market is baby boomers, age demographic clients, you know, you're not going to be putting TikTok videos on, you know, that's not really going to be where your target market is hanging out. That would be more of Facebook. Um, You know, if you're targeting millennials or Gen Z, I think it is, right. Um, uh, You know, yeah. Then TikTok and Instagram and, you know, are much more effective. So I think it really depends if you're targeting, you know, very specific say you know sales reps from a d p or your target market that you're trying to sell a product to you know you're gonna be more focused probably on LinkedIn, so I think picking one or two channels that where your target market hangs out and do them well and make a strategy like don't just randomly throw up some content um in terms of video, you know video is just so so important and yeah you know, I just actually was writing a blog yesterday for a client in Manhattan Beach, and she had was interviewing a video expert and you know video converts I think eighty percent higher on a sales hmm. page than not having a video, and your home page of your website, and you know having a video on there. I must have spent, I have a video on the homepage of my website that I had, you know, professionally (laughs) shot. And it's it's fine to have video, I think, like to do them on your iPhone if you're posting on social media. But if you're going to have, you know, a video on your website kind of positioning you as an expert or your business, you probably, you really should have that professionally done and professionally produced. And I probably spent, it's a 60 second or 70 second video, something like that. I probably spent twelve hours writing the script mm. and honing it and really targeting my you know my messaging for that because um, you know you have to make sure you're you're really hitting the main salient points, but video does convert so much better um, on sales pages and things like that, so I would definitely recommend using video as part of your um, strategy or in, in any of your, your sales pages or things like that. But really, I, I would, so I would say the biggest pieces of advice I could give is to have a strategy to really think about where your target market hangs out on which social channels and then pick one or two and really focus on those. Mm. Uh, that's that's good, good advice Joe
0: you're in the video world video messaging yeah. world um w- you know what do you think what's what's your advice i um I, I think i I might know some of the answers to that, but you know how have you even changed uh, with your work with clients in the last
1: year yeah i I think uh, there's so many things that carrie and i could could agree on, and there are so many details. Basically um your your clients and potential clients they just want to hear from you. Mostly I think most business owners are hiding. They're not uh really out there in social media doing daily updates. And there's a lot of work to do a daily update. And uh you know planning it and and uh you know editorializing it and all of these things. The more content, what Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, owner of, uh, the CEO of Vayner Media, often says, document, don't explain. Just document what you're doing, document, you know, successes with clients and customers, and, and keep the flow of information going. Kerry, how, how would you respond to that?
2: Yes, I, I mean I think that's great to, you know, stay in touch, document. I I think what people wanna see too and, and is um they they wanna see beyond just you talking about your product, you know, or your service. And people like that authentic connection. They like to see, you know, they like to connect with the person behind who they're buying for. So as an example, yesterday I was listening to a podcast um, with Carrie Murphy, who is in the South Bay also, and she teaches people how to be on video. And it was a podcast with her and one of my clients who's a um, aesthetics uh, practice consultant. And she was saying, you know, not just here's – here's the procedures we offer, but, you know, here's a before and after, you know, here's me. This is how I prepare to do a procedure. This is, you know, from the doctor, this is our practice. This is where, you know, this is how we do this. This is our key staff. This is the person who, you know, here's a highlight of our, you know, this is our front desk person. This is our nurse. This is this, but really just producing content that just supports your business and, and establishes, some authentic real connection that shows behind the scenes kind of stuff. So I I think, you know, that's sort of what you're saying too is just really connect and Mm -hmm. have different types of content out there um, that you're putting out on social media.
1: Right. Right. Don't hide. Don't hide is what I would say to business owners. Now from a, a business marketing budget perspective for small business owners, Video is often seen as very expensive, which is why I did start an effort with a few um, Manhattan Beach uh, businesses to just do simple Zoom-based videos, and then I would do a quick edit, and that would be something that they could send out easily and quickly. The quality is a little bit lower, but it's immediate. It's last week instead of last month or last year. There you go
2: oh that's great yeah that's a great um a great service and and right like and i think people worry so much and that's why they hide they worry about being polished and <laughs> perfect and you know and that perfectionism you know is in a way and this is my coach hat on but but that perfectionism mm-hmm. like that is really kind of a fear and an excuse not to do it and to stay hiding. So,
1: you right. know, if, right. letting
2: go of sort of the ego involvement in it and just putting it out there and you know, done. I always tell people, you know, done is better than perfect. So, um, you know, if you spend your time waiting for the most polished, perfect thing, you're just never going to do it. So, yeah, right. I would agree. And, and, and I have to say I've been probably hiding out a little bit lately. (laughs) Sometimes I go in phases, but, you know, I've been so busy, so it's just been like, ah! But, um, anyway, but, no, that's great advice.
1: Fantastic. It's
2: it's, it's kind of exhausting keeping up with all of
0: this. You know, because, you know, right, in the old days, we just had to write. Um, And then the writing became, you know, public on social media, right? And then... Mm -hmm. Website. Well, websites came before social media, Um, and then all the video. And I, I I just wrote down, don't hide. But and I know, um, you know, I sometimes I just don't want to be on video. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. I I just want to. I I just want to hide, Joe. Um, But uh, it's exhausting having to do all this all the time. How do you balance it?
1: Kelly, there's no need to hide on radio. Kelly, everyone is beautiful. <laughs>
0: Good one, Joe. You're, your,
1: your, hair, your hair, your hair is Friday. perfect. Your hair is perfect. I've I've never seen you wearing that. It's 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 beautiful. Whatever you're wearing, it's gorgeous. Good
0: comeback. Audio. I love audio. Sometimes, yeah, and I'm grateful sometimes that these are audio only. Uh, Yeah, I am. I've got makeup on and I'm ready for the day today, but sometimes that doesn't mean that I like the way I look, (laughs) Uh, especially on Fridays when you're tired. Anyways, um, okay, (laughs) Carrie, my friend, we have three minutes left. What is your parting advice and how – can listeners um, reach you?
2: Great, great. Well, they can reach me. Uh, my website. My company is called Creatively Ignite. My website is uh, www. You Com. Can give me a call. It's seven one three six seven nine one seven eight two. I guess my my parting advice for any business really is just to know your brand, know your customer, know your brand voice, and stay consistent. And really, you know, a lot of times it's whether you hire somebody to help you write your content or you write it yourself, you know, have somebody else take a look and give you feedback because well, you know, most of the time we're so close to our products, to our programs, to our services, to our business, that the messaging we think makes sense isn't always mm-hmm. what resonates. So have have somebody else take a look. Have one of your, you know, your customers, your colleagues just, you know, and do a little bit of research, you know, see, see how, you know, I'm not a big person who's like, oh, go study all your competitors and do tons and tons of, research because I think you can get tripped up. But, you know, just know your brand, know know what you offer, and then get some feedback. You know, if you're going to try to do it yourself, just make sure you have someone take a look and give you some good, you know, and be open to taking it feedback from people.
1: Fantastic. Good advice.
0: Be open. Be open to taking feedback from people. Let the expert do it. Right? Carrie is skilled in this um, area. Hire somebody to help create your brand. To listen. To give you a second opinion. I always say, Joe, you've heard me say this a hundred times. If you have a toothache, Mm -hmm. you don't take care of you. You don't. fill your own cavity, right? You don't pull your own tooth yeah. if you go to the dentist. Right. Um, <laughs> right. You, you, know, it, you know, like, you know, when we have like Deanne Chase on, invest the time to, you know, research your brand, the copyright, the trademark, whatever, make sure the name of your business is right. So in this case, spend the time, the effort, and set aside the resources to build and protect and make your brand message the very best possible hire somebody consult with somebody like carrie sachs at creatively at night and um, yeah. allow them to do it because the way you read your message versus the way others do i agree carrie you know can be um, very different so what's in your mind and what is your intent might be very different um, great
2: great advice Great. Well, thank you so much for having me, you guys. It was so much fun. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Carrie Sachs, founder of Creatively Ignite at creativelyignite.com. Thank you so much, Kerry, for joining us today.
2: Thank you, guys.
1: All right. And, Kelly, thank you for joining us. It's been a very like, packed week, and it's about to get more packed uh all the <laughs> next next week is going to be a very interesting week uh thank you joe have a great weekend thank you bye talk to you soon
0: bye